Welcome back to Memory Jogger right here on the Rediscover the 80s podcast. Jason here, of course, and I'm always with my co-host, Wyatt. Wyatt, how you doing? Good. We're just going down memory lane uh, right before we record. So how are you, Jason? <laughs> yes, we were. I'm doing fine. Uh, we're recording on over Memorial Day weekend. So happy Memorial Day to you. And thank you for your service to our country, sir. No, thank you. And thank you to all those that paid the ultimate sacrifice and to those that, you know, this is a tough time for a lot of people, even if you didn't serve people grieving the loss of their loved ones. So I want to take a moment, just say thank you. And then we are, we share our condolences with those that you've, those family members that you've lost along the way. Yeah. I was never on the path to uh, serve in the military, but I was surrounded by pretty much every branch of the military, even at our wedding, uh, every branch of the military was represented. My father-in-law was in the Navy and the uh, pastor was in the army. He was an army chaplain. And of course I had you there, you were air Air force Force. and my buddy, Kurt, who was uh, in the Marines. So we were well protected there that day. You were. Um, a little over 22 years ago. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, just thank you to everybody out there for serving. I was, uh, we're driving back from Florida today and on the radio, one of the uh, DJs was saying, isn't it kind of weird to wish somebody a happy Memorial Day? But then he went on to say, you know, it's more than just remembering those that we've lost. It's kind of celebrating the freedoms that they have protected. I thought that was pretty cool to, to think about because it is you say happy memorial day to somebody and it's it is kind of weird but if you think about it that way i think that's the best way to kind of celebrate the day you know i agree i agreed so anyway uh glad you're here man uh, it's been a, a couple of weeks since we got a chance to sit behind the mics but uh we had fun our last time out talking about the a team one of our favorite shows from the yes. 80s yes i did not see any feedback uh but if i missed something reach out and let me know either on social media or you can email wow. me or direct message me, but wow, that's okay. No comments that, that almost rates a uh, uh, Roscoe. Shame, shame. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw some people liking the, the podcast and everything, but uh, I didn't see anything directly. So that's quite all right. And uh, Wyatt will tell you all about how you can reach out to us. Don't forget about our voicemail though. We would love to get a voicemail from you. Just if it's a episode, the current episode or one of the past episodes that connected with you, we'd love to hear your voice and get you on the show with us. So are you ready to uh, randomize here and see what mystery topic is going to pop up tonight? All right. Let's scramble the message. Scary movies. Scary movies. Okay. So this might be a very short podcast, but neither <laughs> one of us like short, scary movies. <laughs> well, I, I like some. I'm not the big, you know, bloody, gory, slasher type movie person. Yeah, not me. But there are some movies that have scared me over the years. And maybe we can just start there. Do you remember uh, maybe a movie from your childhood that you watched and there was maybe a certain part you were scared of or? Uh, you know, maybe even gave you nightmares at a time. The earliest one I would say is probably a spooky is probably the dark crystal. You got that, that oh, yeah. puppet Muppet kind of thing going on. And it's been so long since I've watched that movie. Those, but I remember there's those vulture this, people. Yeah. yeah. The vulture people having that grog bowl of whatever, you know, that 
it was kind of gory there, you know, and I can remember that not sitting well with me and I like Muppets. So I tried to nurse yeah. my way through it, but I, I wasn't a fan of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, yeah. you? Yeah. Those, uh, I'm trying to think of what the the names of those creatures were that were like I called them the vulture people or whatever, but they were creepy. And for a Muppet type movie, I watched the Muppets. You know, like the Muppets take Manhattan and the mist. What was the the Great Muppet Caper? You know, those yeah. all hit in the eighties, and of course the original Muppet movie. But seeing stuff like that, yeah, that was a little bit creepy. And they brought that back, I think. I did to, uh, Netflix. Did you watch that at all? I have not watched that. I, I have not how to take that, but yeah. you know, I I popped it up. I'm sorry, I'm doing the Google machine look. I'm trying to figure out like the Skeksis. Yes, is, is, something is, like is, that. Yeah, I'm trying to pronounce it just by looking at it. <laughs> um, but it was it was you got the Kira and Jen, which are the yeah. kind of main stars if you want to call them that mm -hmm. riding on this funky i don't know what you call it some funky goat with yeah. wings or big huge shoulder oh, blade gosh, something like that i don't know while. that's it I, I have images right in front of me i'm trying to you know kind of geez, decrypt what i'm seeing i always yeah. kind of mix that one up with the labyrinth which is kind of i think that was maybe jim henson as well they had a lot of characters that were Muppets, essentially the little elf guy. Um, I want to say Huckle, but I think that's wrong. And uh, of course, David Bowie as the, the elf king, whatever. And you got them trying to go through this world of mazes and different creatures and trying to get to the castle. And you meet a lot of kind of weird creatures and stuff along the way. So those two, I kind of mix together and have faint memories of watching those uh, as a kid. One that, um, well, we, I think we touched on it a couple of weeks ago with Ghostbusters. That scene in the library freaked me out for years Oh yeah, as a kid. So that one initially came to mind. One that I was scared of for a while was the never-ending story. We watched it. I was... Uh, it was probably shortly after it came out, maybe like 85 or 86. So when I'm like nine or 10 years old and I got an invite from a friend of mine that I played baseball with out to his parents hunting cabin. And he had his little birthday party out there. We spent the night, but that night uh, they had electricity and stuff because I remember watching the never ending story on VHS and the uh well of course the nothing and just some of those other weird creatures that were in that world but the wolf the wolf scared me half to death yes. man yeah and we're right. out there in the woods and the next day like i didn't want to leave the cabin man <laughs> oh, i don't blame you <laughs> I, I didn't want to play in the woods for like a couple of weeks i mean that just freaked me out and going back now and watching it we watched it uh um, i watched it with the boys I don't know, four or five years ago when they were younger. And they're like, oh, that's it's so mechanical, dad. It's so fake. You know, the the wolf and his motions and stuff. I was like, it was not when I was a kid. It scared the crap out of me. Let me tell you. Uh, so that was one that just kind of freaked me out as a kid. I don't remember really watching 
I don't remember watching any horror, like straight up horror movies as a no. kid. No, nor do I. I I think I've watched them in passing because I know uh, my stepsister was big into to that type of thing. And I like remember in passing seeing it. I'm like, and I, I know it's fake. I know, but I'm like, uh, uh, okay, uh, no, yeah. sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep on going. The original Halloween, I remember being on cable one time. And I'm even just going through that, and I know it was censored, edited, whatever, for the more gory parts or whatever. But there was still the, you know, Michael Myers and where is he? And you're in these, you know, creepy places, and you hear the music. And I remember watching that on cable one night. But I never, yeah, I don't remember like being at a friend's house and watching, you know, like Nightmare on Elm Street or any of those as a kid. Any of those from the bigger franchise, you know, Friday the 13th was another one. I'm trying to think of some other, you have any other ones that you remember that just not necessarily horror movies, but movies that scared you? It wasn't until I was in my driving age when Jurassic Park came out. And mm-hmm. I went on a date with a girlfriend there that lived in town. And I even joked with her. I said, I've never been a fan of spooky movies. So, you know, you know, I'm supposed to be the macho man there. I'm like, I don't know if I'll be able to drive home. So, and we were, we watched it down at the Ritz, our hometown uh, uh-huh. uh, movie theater. And geez, that, that just scared me the whole time. You got the T-Rex and the Raptors, all that just going on. Jump scares. And yeah. Jump scares. And no kidding. I was pretty well on the wire the whole way just to her house. And she was <laughs> maybe a mile and a half down the road. She lived up close to the hospital there. And uh-huh. I was just like looking out for everything in the, the trees <laughs> in my little turismo. <laughs> like, no, okay, come on. No, not, not even any, you know, fireflies or, or uh, dragonflies. Don't hit me. You know, I don't want to, <laughs> I'll, I'll crash the car. I don't know. <laughs> That's probably the most uh, spooky. Uh, uh, I would say of late. Yeah, uh, I know the more modern stuff Julie and I have watched, and I I still can't get through it. I I still have to <laughs> wimp out and say, nah, yeah, I'm gonna go over here and watch a team or something that's a lot more friendly over here. <laughs> so, do you remember going to the Dubois Theater and watching the Burbs with me? No. Okay, maybe that I was don't with remember. Leaf. It was probably with Leaf. The first time I watched the Burbs wasn't until. I was at Scott Air Force Base, late 90s, okay. 2000. Okay. We watched that in the theater, and it's what I call PG horror, which is more my uh, up my liking, you know, the neighbors from hell, essentially, that mm-hmm. movie. And that did kind of freak me out. Uh, you know, there's a couple scenes, the dream sequence that Tom Hanks has where he's strapped to the barbecue and they're all, you know, kind of around him doing the little rituals and all the people from town kind of come up and Ray, what's going on, Ray. And then the one that really gets me is he's looking for his wife uh, in the bedroom. He starts coming down the stairs and that chainsaw comes through the wall, like right in front of him. And then he kind of wakes up to, singing the Mr. Rogers theme song on television. <laughs> but uh, those scenes kind of were freaky. And then 
you know, he, they find the, uh, the bones in the neighbor's car at the end in the trunk. And they were kind of, you know, freaky over there. And the neighbor guy, Rick, uh, Ducommon is the actor. Um, I can't remember his name from the movie now. It's, it's uh, left my mind. But anyway, he, uh, has this little, uh, meeting in his basement talking about all the satanic stuff that was going on. He had books and talking about all this. So it's a little freaky at points, you know, getting into some of that, uh, heavier you know, or horror material, you know, mm-hmm. type stuff. But I remember being a little freaked out watching that in the theater, but it's more lighthearted. Like I said, PG horror, we don't get the, the bloody stuff. It's just more mind games and, subtle things you know to scare you right yeah trying to yeah. think of some other ones you got another I, one i'm trying to think of a few that had me on edge i know um like you the never ending story that had me on edge with the wolf and even though it wasn't spooky the whole the horse basically drowning although you don't see it it's mm-hmm. implied you're like holy cow <laughs> trying to think of a few others that i've watched well i did take a chance and rolled the dice with the stepsister and watched uh the little shop of horrors oh yes and well, that's an 80s movie it is and i psyched myself you know or talked myself out of okay it's just horror, you know it's just you know corn syrup that's dyed red and all this other stuff i don't know i didn't know what to expect uh-huh. so it was comical in pieces there was still that edge of that plant i think he ate one i can't it's been so long i only watched it once so I could be far, far from <laughs> what it even is is related to, but I thought he ate a person or tried yeah, to. The plant does. I yeah, think. yeah, and then it's been a while since I watched that one. It's I might have only seen that one like on cable or something. Yeah, and, I, I don't recall much about it. And that's about all I could handle of it. So I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I watched it all the way through. Like I said, it had its moments. But yeah, that well, was about it. Okay, I got another one. Okay. Um, not so much uh, the creatures themselves. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was when uh, Stripe turns into the Stripe at the end there of Gremlins. And the Gremlins themselves really didn't scare me. There's that one scene with the, the mom in the kitchen where they're, she's, they're after her. And I think they're throwing knives or something. She ends up stuffing them in the microwave, you know, and turning it on. That was just nasty. Yeah. That was nasty. Yeah. At the end when, uh, stripe becomes like the, you know, creepy stripe. And when they ended up, I think they shine the light on him at the end and he like fries himself and (laughs) comes up in a puff of smoke. That was pretty disgusting, scary, all the above, you know, I never, I don't think I ever had nightmares about gremlins visiting my house or anything, but yeah, some of those the scenes with the gremlins, I remember being a little bit scary. You're right. I, I forgot that I'd watched the gremlins and I wasn't a fan of it, but uh, like you, there was that whole, the whole knife thing, or I'm sorry, sticking the, the one gremlin in the microwave. And that caught me from a more of like gore thing. You're like, dude, yeah. oh, that's disgusting. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't rec- like you. I don't recall giving me nightmares, but wasn't exactly. I think I stopped oh. eating popcorn or whatever, though. <laughs> right? Yeah, I can kind of dip into. I, I 
can't remember if it was a movie or if it was an episode of Tales from the Crypt. We didn't have HBO. So maybe somebody can help me out. Uh, I'm, it might have been a movie that I watched on TV, but there was this, uh, it was like a short story. So maybe it was one of those movies that had like four or five stories together. And uh, there's this little like goblin or dwarf character or something in the kitchen. And uh, th- there's a kid in the kitchen and he comes to life and he's trying to, you know, throw knives at him and stab him or whatever. And at the end, they finally get him and they throw him into this box fan and he just explodes this little crazy dwarf, whatever. I, I can't remember what movie that was, but that stayed with me for quite a while. Like there's little creatures or little people that, you know, get into your house and you have to defend your, defend your house. Uh, I, I don't even know where to begin with that, whatever that was, but uh, I'm trying to find. That I think list. was a was it a TV show? Since so I'm looking at the storyline, says half hour stories with many themes. Maybe, maybe it was one of those like uh, what was the uh, the TV show that Steven Spielberg did with the stories, Amazing Stories. Maybe it was something like that, but. This one says it's a, the description says it's a cross between the Twilight Zone and modern horror movies. Yeah. So that's that's it's. Uh, oh, here's here's a memory. I got one here for you. In college, I lived in the dorm, you know, for the, my first couple of years, I lived uh, across the hall from uh, a couple guys that I've I grew to be friends with one. And I'm still friends with now, but he had a crazy roommate. And one night I remember him going into town and renting Stephen King's it, which was a TV movie. It starred, I think it was two parts. So the, like the first part was more the kids and going after the clown. uh, What's his face? Pennywise. And then the, the second part had a bunch of like older actors or, or, TV actors at the time, like Harry Anderson was one. I think John Boy from the Waltons. What's his name? Richard. Uh, yeah, I should. Can't think of his name. Yeah, he was one of the actors. I'm trying to think who else, but I remember watching it. We we like got a pizza, and he's like, "We're we're watching all of this tonight." It was like a, I think it was like a two part movie or miniseries, I guess maybe that was. I don't know. It was probably at least three hours long. And it was late at night and we're watching this and we see hands come up out of these books and, you know, all this crap that Pennywise is doing to mess with the people. And that freaked me out for a while. Yeah. And I was a pretty much a grown ass man at that point, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, 20, 21 years old, whatever, maybe a little bit, you know, maybe not grown, but yeah, that one, that one freaked me out. I don't do clowns. (laughs) I don't blame you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of running dry, unfortunately, of what movies like you. I was not a fan of uh, spooky or or anything gory. Like you okay. said, I rolled the dice with with gremlins and such. Let's go through. I found a list of the best PG rated horror movies on the website Ranker. Let's just scroll through, down through these and see which ones 
maybe you hit with us. Okay, number okay. one, number one is Jaws from 1975. Never watched it. I love Jaws, and it's a great movie. Never really scared me to the point where, you know, I'm worried about sharks or anything. I don't, you know, hardly get to the beach or anything. But I love Jaws. Number two is Poltergeist. Never watched it. I saw it. It probably was cable the last time I saw that. The girl with the, uh, she goes up to the television screen, you know, those are all, that's all in the trailers. But I, yeah, I don't remember too much about that. Um, there's a movie, there's a Tales from the Crypt movie from 1972. Don't know about that one. Uh, don't know that one. Don't know that one. Nope. Salem's Lot. Nope. I'm trying to see if there's any other big ones that might have, Hit us, Young Frankenstein. That's 1974. I wouldn't call that one scary. Uh, well, there's the Burbs. Burbs is on there. Frankenweenie from 2012. <laughs> I've never seen that. Uh, okay, now last Halloween, I was going through a bunch of movies on. I think it was on Amazon and HBO Max that were the 1960s and 70s universal monsters so like frankenstein and dracula and uh the mummy there was another one with vincent price i don't think this was it this one is called madhouse <laughs> hocus pocus uh, yeah i don't think that was uh, scaring anybody really all right so that list is kind of crap but <laughs> anyway i have tried to go on to go back and watch some of those older, what I would call horror movies that are, you know, more or less practical effects and don't have a lot of the gore that movies do nowadays. And I had kind of fun with those. The music is great and they have like, well, Christopher Lee was the, the Dracula and a lot for a long time in, in those movies. And he does a great job in there. I think I might try to do some more of those like that and one's like with starring vincent price or vincent price is involved with and watch some of those this coming halloween that are not as scary as <laughs> what hollywood has to offer now you know right but okay well that was just a few i had thought about mainly trying to tap into our childhood brains and what really scared us as kids okay so i thought of another one and i think maybe it was the one that kind of pushed me into this topic back in the late 80s so like 88 89 well it had to have been 89 okay because i was still in kerwinsville before we moved to clearfield and uh it was back when the local unimart rented movies uh, and a lot of gas stations and places you know just whatever random movies um just because it was the thing to do back then and in a small town, if you don't have a true video store, you know, you could get them at the, you get them at the grocery store. Some grocery stores had a, you know, selection of tapes to rent. But anyway, I remember my friend, Tim up the street, his dad must have been bamboozled to rent them. But I went up there one Friday night or whatever, spent the night and we watched Predator. With Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, the uh, the big alien creature that hunts them in the jungle and uh, slaughters all those guys. 
That was rated R. That was probably my first rated R movie. And he also rented Major League, the baseball movie that was rated R. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't again, I don't know how he sneaked that one past his dad, but it could have been it's just a different time, you know. Uh, if you think your kids are ready for more uh, scary movies and <laughs> language, whatever, I think parenting was a little more lax back then. Anyway, so we watched it. I remember sitting on his couch in the basement. We're watching Predator, scared out of my mind, and I would kind of turn away, and he would look at me like, man, are you scared? You know, don't be scared, whatever. And I was just a chicken. And... <laughs> watching the movie oh gosh man that was another one that i didn't want to go out in the woods forever because you know he's camouflaged he he camos in with the jungle so you can't see this thing and it you know hunting these people in the jungle oh man that one scared me as a kid i bet well i can't i can't think of anything like that i've watched major league but that was just mainly for language and uh, oh yeah well language yeah that uh <laughs> that model that they take a little piece off you know of the the owner <laughs> every time they win a game they like feel a piece off anyway i don't remember that part but yeah so anyway uh <laughs> that was one that came to mind I, I had to get in because that was being scared of the predator and we played out in the woods so much gi joe and we would just play, you know, army, whatever, build our little forts out of logs, down logs and branches and, you know, leaves or whatever out in the woods. I didn't want to go out and play that for a long time. Man. I bet. <laughs> well, being in, in before my parents, you know, divorced, we didn't have, I was hardly ever out in the woods. In fact, I didn't know, um, kind of on a spooky note, I, I, I didn't know there was much out there until it was, probably around 14 mm-hmm. when my stepdad was starting to say oh yeah we have we have mountain lion out in the backwoods here we, you know the <laughs> one of the neighbor ladies down over the hill has heard it crying out in the middle of the night i'm like okay <laughs> since when and then our cousin uh my cousin bernie was saying that they believe that there's one out there because they had seen uh-huh. something prowling out along the fence line uh, right where the trees end and the you know the field begins, they said they see one, and then it pounced right back in the woods. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> and then I find out, you know, not too long after, you know, I'd walked back behind my grandparents, jeez, uh-huh. for years, and I was a kid. I mean, I was seven, eight, nine years old, ten mm-hmm. years old, walking back here, getting blackberries every year, not thinking anything of it. My parents didn't think anything of it. <laughs> but then I'm finding out, oh, yeah, there's some black bear back in the woods there. Uh huh. <laughs> and you're not arming me with anything, right? I'm, yeah. Got, you know, things you don't think about. Slingshot. They didn't even think about, yeah. BB gun, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah BB gun, that'll tease it. Yeah. Well, I will, I'll just stop this conversation for right now because that is one of our topics about playing outside. Okay. And I, we can go down that bunny trail then but yeah back then gosh i love playing outside and we didn't think about anything like that That's being that. out there when there yeah. could have been at some point <laughs> all right 
Oh, I know. I know one more. We'll leave okay. it with this. I don't want to talk about it too much because this is a separate topic. But I remember the first time I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones, and the end scene with them with the uh, Ark when they open the Ark and they have the angels or ghosts or whatever circling around and the people's faces start melting. Oh, I hated that part. I was so scared of that part right at the end of that first movie. So that's another one that just kind of came to mind. Um, and I saw that as a, at a, it was one of those, I don't know if you remember this or not. Like when we would go over to friends of my parents and they had kids that you didn't know, it was kind of like one of those situations where you'd, Hey, we're going to go over and uh, have dinner with these people that you've never met before. And they have kids, so you can go down in the basement and play with Star Wars toys or whatever they have. And that was one of those situations where they put on that movie and just, it scared the crap out of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, that was, uh, that's a memory that I have. But anyway, I think that's it as far as, we, you know, scary movies. would love to hear any movies like that doesn't have to be like we said you know true horror movies just what movie scared you as a kid would love to get your feedback this week yeah it'd be great because obviously we are we're a little shy on those (laughs) so i'm sure you could fill up and maybe even do a podcast of your own with us i think we did pretty well yeah but uh, like we said as we've journeyed down memory lane we invite you to interact with us here on memory jogger Leave us a comment on our show notes by visiting rediscoverthe80s.com or any of our social media accounts as RD80s. You can also leave us a voicemail on our Telby account as well. Your comments can be of this episode, like Jason said, or of any other episodes we've jogged your memory in, in the past. And on behalf of Jason, I'm Wyatt, and we welcome you to join us next time on another episode of Memory Jogger.